Hello, fellow Homo sapiens. Welcome to Tipsy Taxonomy, where the animal info is strong, but the drinks are stronger. Grab yourself a beverage, sit back, relax, and get tipsy with us while we talk taxonomy. Bottoms up! Saving it for later. There you go. All right. How you doing? Well, I've been better. What happened? I spilled all our leftovers. I'm all our. I made double dinner because we always like having leftovers. And short. The ground it went. Threw it. That's I not did not. My dad, it's a it. cell phone, yeah, and I threw, threw it, it on, on the, the ground. ground. See, he admits it. I didn't throw it on the it's ground. It's easy to get Jordan to admit things. Damn. That's the way it goes. That's anyway, the way chief. it is. Anyway, Chief. Today's episode. What are you drinking? Brought to you by Franzia. Woo woo. What nice is it called? Promotion. Rose. Delicious Sunset rose. blend. Sunset blend. It's pretty um, good. It's a lot of water, but it's pretty no, good. Oh, that's Franzia for you. Yeah. But, um, that's what we're both drinking. Yeah. No theme today. Clink, clink. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, no theme. Just Franzia. Eleven dollars for thirty-four glasses of wine. I tried to get that ASMR going with the slurping and no. it backfired on me. Anywho, let's so, jump right into it. Yeah, last episode. Jordan Alexander Weston, what's your animal today? So Oh yeah, what's our what's our family of the day? It is Kitty cats. Meow. What is your animal of the fila day? What's your fan? What's your? Oh my god! Stop! What is your fila day that you've chosen? <clears throat> okay, mine. I don't have to make it big. This is like big declaration on my part. Mine is competing for my favorite type of cat. Wow. I know. Versus tiger. <clears throat> I'm one of the biggest tiger fans you will okay. ever meet. Uh, not Tyga, T-I-G-A, or T-Y-G-A, excuse me, but Tiger, like a cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank um, you. One of the well, men. this could be your favorite felinae, which is small cats, right? Suborder? Subfamily? The one episode I didn't put all the, like, animalia. Well, so mine is, mine is in felinae, which is small cats. So I'm assuming since yours is a small cat, it would also be in felinae. Mine is Filiformia, Filidae, Filinae. Cool. So you tigers can be your favorite big cat, and then this is your favorite small cat. Uh, yeah. So what is it? <clears throat> so mine is the black-footed cat. This thing is so fucking badass. Yeah, they're fucking These badass. things are goddamn animals. Mine is <clears throat> also a small cat, but you wouldn't think it's a small cat. 
Mine is, what is the it? cheetah. Oh. They, along with like cougars and pumas, they're the biggest of the small cats. So basically what it I means mean, is make, they can't... Yeah, it makes sense. They can't roar is the big like difference between big cats and oh, small cats. Oh, so it's cats. not a size thing. Well, cheetahs Not necessarily. Not big, no, they're not very big. But yeah, but it's... But it's <clears throat> in terms of like a physical characteristic between the two, like internal physical, it's like they don't have the voice box that's capable of doing a roar. So like mm. lions and tigers, they roar. Yeah. Um, cheetahs, they just do little chirpies and they can purr. Lions and tigers can't purr. Oh. It's like an either or type of situation. Um, anyways, do you <clears throat> want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, let's start with the boring one of yours. Rude. Rude as fuck. Well. Let me get my notes up. It's the way it goes. Fancy's the way it is. You don't have your notes up? Oh my god. No, this... I did, I did, and then I had to do some other stuff. No, I need to okay. go first? No. Okay. Are you ready? I stay ready. Cheetahs are cool though. Like what I so I'm gonna focus on like the like obviously I'll go over the fact that they're like the fastest land mammal, but like there's also really cool things about them outside of that. Who would have win in a race? A cheetah or Usain Bolt? A cheetah. Long How fast distance? is no wait, Usain Bolt doesn't do long distance. He's he, a sprinter. I mean he could if you The real question not really. The real question is what Let's would see. win a cheetah or an ostrich long distance? An ostrich would win. Oh, long distance. Yeah. Cheetahs are like... Ostriches can go like 40 miles an hour. <laughs> cheetahs can go like 75. Uh, do you know the kilometers to miles per hour no. ratio? Not even a little bit. Because this says Usain Bolt can hit 44.72 kilometers per hour. Well, Google. Change that. There we go. Miles per hour. 27.8. Yeah, Cheetah would fucking smoke him. 10 times out of 10. Anyways, so Cheetah's scientific name... Is Axionix jubatus. Axionix jubatus. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so the word cheetah is Hindi, and it means spotted one. Ooh. And I'll go into why they have the spots. The Axionix means no move claw. <clears throat> it's Greek. So that refers to their non-retractable claws. Um, they're the only cat in the entire, like of all the cats, that has non-retractable claws. So their claws are more like dogs, where they're out all the time. Huh. And I'll you get into it. would hinder their running. Oh no, it's like uh, track spikes. It's like cleats. So I'll get when I talk about the the looks of a cheetah. I'll talk about all the different things that we have taken from them as like, wow, that's a great idea, cheetah. We're going to use this for our own inventions. And one of those is cleats. Mm. Um, jubatus means mane or crested in Latin, and that refers to cheetah babies. So when I talk about reproduction, I'll talk about why cheetah babies have manes yeah. or crests. Um, going into the kingdom, whatever, King Philip, and he has super orgasms. Uh-oh. No, he has can't orgasm from substantial genital stimulation. Because suborder. Or uh, subfamily. Subfamily, not suborder. Mm. Let me fix that in my notes so that when you put them on our website, www.tipsytaxonomy.com, they are accurate. Because what week, you're on like week five, huh? And we're on episode 12. No, I haven't done... Since our Buzz and Albert special. Oh, it's not that bad. That's just two episodes now. Yeah. Um, we anyways, started going the two weeks, so we're Kingdom doing Animalia. Yep. Phylum Chordata. Same thing we've always had. Yep. Class Mammalia. Order Carnivora. Carnivora family. Felidae. You're always adding at like syllables. I think I, I think it's because of feline. Maybe. Um, subfamily Felinae, which is small cats. 
Um, and then they are genus Axionis and then species Axionis jabatis. Closest relatives are pumas and jaguarundis. Huh? Jaguarundis. They're funny little, like, they look like fusas, kind of. Are they related to jaguars? They're like little jaguars. Oh. Like, distantly related, because they're all fully like, like, little, like, small? Like, medium. Oh, so it's not like a... It's not like itty-bitty. No, no, no. Um, But yeah, they're the largest of all the small cats, and they cannot roar. As I said, there are four subspecies. There's A.J. jubatus, which is the southern and eastern Africa. A.J. someringi, which is northern East Africa. A.J. venaticus, which is southwest Asia and India, which I actually didn't know. I didn't know cheetahs were in Asia. And then A.J. hecki, which is west and north Africa. Um, Mostly they look the same. It's just that their habitat has gotten, like, fragmented and stuff so geographically they, different. Mm-hmm. and they're subspecies so they're not distinct species um but yeah it's like if you showed a picture of all of them you probably couldn't tell the species apart on picture what subspecies is a controversy with my animal well mine too i found like one one site listed that there's five subspecies one said four so it seemed mostly agreed upon that it was four <clears throat> one saying that the black-footed cat has none because where it's located is so geographically not different that they're like they're all some of them are darker furred. Oh. It's not that crazy. Yeah. And so there's a lot of controversy. There's always there's always taxonomy controversy. Um, but anyway, so like I said with all the subspecies, location is right now only really remote regions because Humans are the worst. Yep, humans ruin everything. Um, so they're scattered kind of in like the Iran area, and then mostly are, they're in sub-Saharan Africa. Iran. Whatever. Um, his, not, not whatever. That's like a country. I should pronounce it correctly. I'm sorry. It's <clears throat> Iran. Um, historically, though, Africa, Asia, and yeah, actually some parts of Europe. Um, the habitat that they prefer is mo- mostly open grasslands, but then they'll uh-huh. go into like deserts and mountains. And dense vegetation where they can find water. But most of their hunting is going to be in open grasslands and then they'll drag it somewhere safer. So, looks. This is when I'm going to just go off the rails because I love it. Obviously, everyone knows they have, like, long slender bodies. Everyone always thinks that they're starving. They're just small. Um, So, weight varies between, like, male and female. But it's, like, about 100 pounds and maybe, like, 130 for men. Males. That's it? Yeah. They're, They're small. Like people I know they're always, small. People always think that they're like starving or not doing well. Well, no, it's like a athlete. Yeah, it's you look like well, a, yeah, you look like actually a, yeah. because we're gonna get into humans real fast. But typically, sprinters are much bulkier and more. Well, their their back legs their back legs are bulky, but the rest of their body needs to be lightweight so that it doesn't weigh them down. Basically, you know what I mean. Yes, they're yeah. made for speed. Um, they've got obviously that yellow <clears throat> fur. Some real speed. Bitch. The yellow fur dotted with little black spots. Everyone knows cheetah print that you see on your clothes is usually leopard or jaguar. It's not actually cheetah because oh, cheetahs so don't have like frogs. the open spots. They've just got like spots. Spots. Um, not like the donut ones. <clears throat> First, fantastic adaptation. Ooh. I love cheetahs. Cheetahs are so cool. Um. Their spots actually help keep them cool. So a lot of times everyone's like, why do they have spots? Why do they? Why do giraffes have spots? Why do cheetahs have spots? Why do zebras have strength? The spots actually help them cool down. So their spots are... Huh. So they, they don't sweat. They're cats. They don't sweat. 
Um, but they overheat really fast because obviously in sub-Saharan Africa, it's really, really fucking hot. And so that's why they can't sustain a run. They can only sprint for like a very, very short period of time. Why can ostriches do it really well then? Because ostriches are made for long periods of time. Yeah. Um, They've got a lot of like Oh, I thought you said sweating was the reason. No, I mean, that's one reason that helps us work long, run for a long time. Cheetahs don't have that. So instead, mm. they they overheat really fast, which is why they can only sprint for a very short amount of time. Yeah. But this helps them cool down faster. Their black, the black hair is actually shorter than the, and thinner than the yellow hair. And so <laughs> those are like the points where all the hot air is going to escape their body. That's interesting because blacks typically... Well, it absorbs more, absorbs. more sun, yeah. Um, but that doesn't always mean it transfers into their body. Like someone with black no. hair, their body, their, their body temperature isn't going to be significant. They're not like getting fevers just because they have black hair. The hair absorbs it, but the body, it doesn't like translate necessarily into the body. Right. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so their little black spots is where all of the hot air is going to escape their body because they have another adaptation. Their heads, oh, million. Oh, their God. heads are really, really small and really yeah. lightweight, and they have actually a pretty short rostrum, which is like the muzzle mm-hmm. um, and like the nose. And so, because of that, the the, even though they have the they have like really big nasal passages, which lets the air cool down Not a little bit. But because but because their rostrum is so short, pretty much the temperature of the air outside it comes into their body at that temperature. Versus you look at like horses that are made for long. Sustained running, and it cools down that whole time it's passing through their massive long face. Why the long face? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But anyway, so the long face helps them to slow, or to cool the air down. Cheetahs have the small heads, which lets them get really, really fast, but because their head is so small and compact and lightweight, it means that the air is, however hot it is out in sub-Saharan Africa, that's how hot their body is going to be. And so that's why they need those spots to let all of the hot air escape. And I'll get into why like a everything's adaptation. a trade-off. Everything's a trade-off. You want to go fast, you can't keep it going. There's trade-offs. I'll get into that when I talk about diet. Ooh. A little sneak preview. Um, their tail, everyone knows cheetahs have that nice, beautiful, long tail. Their tail Same actually helps them with balance and quick direction changes. So most animals are going to have to slow down in order to change directions or zigzag or whatever. Mm-hmm. A cheetah can do it at full speed. Well, they yeah. can turn literally on a dime. What, pull up a video of them running. It is exactly. insane. Exactly. And the tail is like so steady the whole time. It like whips across. What's cool about the shape of it is most cats, if you like cut the tail, um, not lengthwise, like like a slice. If you took a slice out of the tail, it would be like a perfect circle. With cheetahs, it's a little horizontally flattened, so it's taller than it is wide. No, oh, so more rectangular. Yeah. So it's like, well, it's still rounded. It's like an oval. Yeah. But it acts like this is... Item number one that we stole from the cheetahs, it's like a boat rudder. So how a boat rudder is long and skinny and you turn it and all of a sudden the boat changes directions. Mm. That's how the cheetah's tail works. Exactly like a boat rudder. Hmm. Isn't that cool? Interesting. Um, and then their eyes are set pretty high, which lets them see long distances. Another thing that we stole from the cheetah, their black tear tracks. That's like a pretty like well-known marking that's just like the grease that like athletes will put under their eyes and it keeps them from having the light shining on their cheeks blinding you basically so you're out in africa you're in the open grasslands hunting the sun is beating down on you having black versus light color on the ground is um or on your face is going to help you not get blinded by the sun wild so it's like having like an opposite visor literally wild it's like okay so you've never been here but the getty in la that my grandma used to volunteer at 
no, it's like a big museum. I understand what. Yeah. I understand the whole. So concept. the ground is like white marble. Yeah. Or like granite or something like that. It's blinding. Right. Because it's fucking white and the sun hits off of it and you're like, cool. I'm just gonna like let grandma lead the way because I'm closing my eyes because it hurts. Right. So that's cheetahs have the black tear tracks. Athletes copied that. Did that helps protect them from being blinded by the sun? Hmm. Non retractable claws. Downside, because everything's a trade off. If you're going to maximize one thing, you can't do another thing. Um, cheetahs, their claws are always out, just like a dog. It means that they're not quite as sharp as a lion or a tiger. So when they are cat, when they're hunting, instead of being able, lions and tigers and stuff will do like a massive leap onto the animal and slash its jugular and kill it, or mm-hmm. slash its windpipe, whatever. Cheetah can't do that because their claws like are not sharp. Yeah. But they act like cleats. So another thing that we stole from the cheetahs. They're, they dig into the ground and help them not have their legs like slipping and slide on top of grasses and stuff like that. So they help them dig into the ground, really propel themselves forward. Hmm. Um, they also have a really flexible spine. So if you watch a video of a cheetah running, it's, it's like, like every cat. sign, cosine, sign, cosine. Little <laughs> math joke. No, Maybe. That, I don't know. Is that tangent? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, sine and cosine are up and down, huh? I don't remember. I haven't taken a math class in a long time. I could Google it. Anyway, <laughs> but it's like but we'll just negative parabola, it. positive parabola, negative Baba parabola, Baba. positive parabola. It's very bendy is what I'm getting at. It's a U or an upside blue, down. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah. Um, so bows and flexes a ton, which helps them. They, bow flex. They, this is not an ad for bow They flex. explode themselves forwards with their hindquarter strength and they absorb all of that and then stretch it out with their with their spine. And lets them have, literally, when a cheetah is sprinting, guess how long a single stride is. Like, takes off with back legs, lands with the front legs. How long do you think that stride is? 10 feet? 25. Really? Dead serious. Oh, when they're in a full a sprint. A single stride is 25 feet long. When they're in a full sprint. Yes. Yeah, that's why. But, like, that's a fucking long distance. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, they've got super strong, powerful That's, like, legs. a lot of me. That's, like, at least four of me. Yeah, if you're, like, just over six foot, that's, like... Three. I would say probably four and a half. Yeah. Six two. Well, what's six? Yeah, 24. Like just under four and a half. Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> um. So all of this adds up to them being the fastest land mammal, but only for sprints. Uh, they haven't clocked my speed officially, so I don't know if that's <laughs> true. picture Michael Scott in the office when he's running and they're testing themselves with the traffic thing and a car drives past and he's like, 35, 35, beat that. Yeah. One of the um, best scenes of the show. Behavior-wise, they are <laughs> diurnal, which is unique. Most cats are nocturnal. Um, they This is a good strategy for them because it means that they avoid competition for food with lions and hyenas. Because they're but, unsuccessful a lot of the time. But, I'll get into that. Um, it sucks for cheetahs, though, because that means that ranchers and stuff see cheetahs a lot more than they see lions and hyenas. So, if lions and hyenas are going to prey on ranch animals, like goats and cattle and stuff like that, cheetahs are more often blamed because they see cheetahs. They say, we have cheetahs around here. We don't see lions. We don't see hyenas. Obviously, the cheetahs did it, so there's a lot of retaliatory murder. There's been a murder. A murder in the <laughs> Not that we're making light out of the killing of endangered animals i was also quoting the office though did you? i know you did There's it's like molasses sleeping out your mouth like um 
They are also on the more social side for cats. Lions are really the only cat that likes to be in their big prides. Um, so it's like most cats are going to be solitary. Yeah. Cheetahs are a little bit more social. The males will form what's called coalitions. So it's just like bachelor groups. And then the females are pretty much solitary except when they're racing their cubs. Um, because they tend to be more solitary. They're pretty territorial. But it's okay if territories kind of overlap. Like it's not like they're going to kill each other if they run into each other. Mm. They just have like their space. Um, they're also pretty shy and stealthy. So they're not really common to be hunting like the cattle and the goats because they're pretty shy. Like they're going to see fenced in animals and be like, humans are nearby. I'm not in for that. Yeah. Um, versus the lions and hyenas are like, fuck yeah, I don't have to try so hard because you're in a fucking fence. So in other words, they're cowards. But being shy and stealthy helps them hunt in the daytime without being um, spotted. All I'm hearing is that your cheetah... Did you miss my pun? No, I heard it loud and clear. <laughs> spotted. All I'm here. <laughs> All I'm hearing is the fact that cheetahs are cowards. No! They're yeah. stealthy! <laughs> stealthy things can attack things within uh, fenced-in areas as well. They just like the thrill of the chase. They're not in here for like a fast food meal. They like to cook their meal. They like to work for it. So at what point do we talk about their lack of success? No, 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 no. Uh, I, can, I can jump down the diet. They're actually, they have a higher success rate, the lions and hyenas. The issue is that because they use that sprint to catch their prey, and what they do is because they don't have the It's like a video game. They use their sprint. They use... <laughs> so, so because I talked about how... sprint. It was effective. Because I talked about how they don't have the sharp claws to, like, cut the jugular, cut the windpipe, whatever. Um, what they'll do is they run even with the prey, and then they'll cut ahead and cut it off and trip it at the legs, and then... They'll bite um, the neck and suffocate them. Hmm. So um, after they've done that, because they had to use sprint, they are depleted <laughs> of their XP. Yeah, yeah, no. no. You don't <laughs> of their health, of their energy, of their fight power. Whatever. I tried. Their fight power. <laughs> yes. I tried. Anyways, they're tired. <laughs> we'll after, they're tired power. after they've killed something, so they kill it, drag it into a hiding place to hopefully prevent other animals from stealing it. But yeah. lions and hyenas are kind of like, we know these cheetah bitches are going to tire themselves out. Why don't we just, like, yoink? We do nothing. Cheetah catches it. While the cheetah, cheetah's, like, literally too tired to do shit about it, they'll steal its food. So they have... Who's doing this? Lions and hyenas and stuff. I knew I didn't like them. So, but it's like, so it's basically like they end up getting the same percentage of their prey as lions and hyenas do. So are you saying they that Lion King should have ended with Simba dying with the hyenas? No. That's all I heard from you. Next. <laughs> Fun fact, jumping to a different feel of day. Lion <clears throat> males, <clears throat> the ones with darker coats and manes are actually the more attractive ones. So Scar would have been the sexy, sexy man and Mufasa would have been, eh. Fun fact. Except Scar was super like. Out of shape and everything. I don't know what to tell you about that. I'm just talking about hair color. Like, body-wise, he would not have been ideal. I don't know. Well, I do. Anyway, um, so they are carnivores. They eat meat. Lady Lions like them boys thick with two C's. Um, they like medium to large herbivores like gazelles, impalas, springboks, sometimes wildebeest, and zebras. Um, because they hunt alone, they generally go for smaller things, though, versus, like, lions, since they work lionesses since they work together they can take down bigger stuff because they're in a group mm -hmm. um they also go for like small mammals like hares and stuff like that but it really depends on their location and kind of like what's around hmm. 
Um, but they do have really awesome eyesight. I talked about like their eye placement is kind of higher than normal. Um, so they'll stalk something until they're about like 10 to 30 meter meters away. And then they chase it when the time is right. I went into how they trip it and then kill it. Um, yeah. Um, and then going into the babies. This is my favorite, like, non-speed-related fun fact. This is getting into the jubatus of their scientific name. Ooh. So, gestation is three months. That's pretty common for cats. Um, they'll have two to three, two to five cubs per litter, and they're born pretty artricial. Do you remember what that means? Negative. So, if human babies are kind of artricial, rabbits and rats and stuff are very artricial. So, does that help you at all? Oh, they wean later? So they're very helpless when they're born. Like a baby bird is, uh, is artificial. Yep, humans are definitely that. So they're pretty helpless when they're born. Um, so what happens is mom will like nurse them and then she'll leave them alone. Like in brushes and stuff like that. Um, while she goes and hunts and then comes back. Um, so they drink milk for the first few months and then they'll start tasting meat. And then they learn to hunt from watching mom hunt when they can eventually go, uh, go with her. And then they'll play with siblings too. It's kind of like sparring a little bit. Mm. I don't think sparring is like the cat word for it that's like an ungulate word but whatever um and then they stay with mom until they're about a year and a half or two years here is the craziness of cheetah cubs 75 percent of cheetah cubs don't live to be older than three months old because mom just leaves them alone all day so it's hella fucking easy for like a hyena or a lion to be like hey let's have cheetah cub for dinner huh. you know what i mean huh. um so huh one thing that's kind of sad sad um, if a cheetah has only one kitten, or cub, sorry, um, she'll just kind of leave it and want to die. Because it's not worth her energy. If 75% don't live and you have four, that means at least one of them's probably going to live, so it might be worth your time. If you've got one and there's a 75% chance it's going to die, why would you waste your time on it? Like, it's sad but true. We, we wonder why they have such low birth rates and low population. Right. No, it's hard. Yeah. Um, well, and I can talk a little bit about reproduction in human care, too. Um, so, an adaptation, though, that gets in the jubatus part, an adaptation that, that cheetah cubs have is that they look kind of like honey badgers. So, you know that... Let me pull up my favorite video. Oh, I don't know if we can play that. Oh, you think we'll get... Trademarked or whatever. Copyrighted. Okay. Anyways. But um, I know exactly what you're talking honey about. Honey badger don't give a shit. Honey badgers are wild. So honey badgers are badass fucking dicks and no one messes with them. Like no one fucks with the honey badger. Cheetah cubs in their little like evolutionary blah, 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 blah. The ones that look like honey badgers don't die as much. They don't get eaten as much because mm. from far away they have um, like the, the crest that gave them the jubatus name. And their top is like black with like a white streak or a lighter streak down the middle and then the bottom underneath the mane or crest is lighter colored and so they look and no, like you look at it up close you're like that's a cheetah cub I'm not stupid but if you look at them from far away like you're a lion or a hyena looking for an easy, easy meal you're gonna be like that looks a little bit too much like a honey badger for me to like even bother trying because mm. um, yeah cheetah cub's gonna be easy to take down but uh Honey badger, not so much. No, thank you. Especially if you've got a couple honey badgers together. Hmm. So that's kind of an adaptation that's, it's just, I mean, it's classic natural selection. The ones that look more like honey badgers survived over three months old. The ones that don't look like honey badgers got eaten. Right. Um, classic survival of the fittest. Classic. Mm -hmm. um, 
Cheetahs in human care is pretty interesting. There's only, in the U.S., there's only a few places that breed cheetahs because they kind of, on top of having such a small population, both in the wild and in human care, um, and the complications that come along with that, um, they have their own complicating factors. Like, if you have, say I had, like, a male cheetah living in one exhibit and then a female cheetahs that I wanted to breed with him, like, in another exhibit, but they could, like, smell each other they'll start associating the smell with more of, like, a platonic relationship, and they, like, cheetah friends on them. Mm. And so then it's, like, if you want to put them together to breed, they're, like, no. That's mm. my homie. I don't want to, like, screw him. And then on top of that, that, a lot of times what happens is they end up shipping semen rather than shipping an entire cat, because obviously it's easier to ship, like, a cooler of semen than to right. ship an entire cat. So yo then ho, that comes yo into ho, the pirates like you need an, an increased level of knowledge and experience with your staff if they're going to be doing artificial insemination versus. Right. Also, cats are induced ovulators. Do you know what that means? No. So basically, with cats, their ovulation—the <laughs> egg popping out of the fallopian tube—no, yeah. off of the ovary. I'm going to be correct in this. Ooh. Into the fallopian tube. Um, is induced by the act of copulation. So for humans, it's chemical induced for, or like size of the ovary induced or the ovule, um, oocyte. Um, but for cats, there's actually males have barbs on their penises and it pokes around in the vagina and that tells the ovary that it's time to pop eggs off. Hmm. So that makes artificial insemination kind of tricky because you got to get in there and poke around. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, that's interesting. Threat level midnight, they are vulnerable. There are 7,000... Wait, that's it? Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I thought it was worse, but... I mean, people make it out to be worse. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't... I forgot to check the year on this, but well, I think like it's relatively recent. Also, with their terrible birthing tactics and everything, it seems like... Yeah, but they can have a few cubs per year, and if you're not bothering lactating and stuff like that, like if you only have one cub and you know it's not going to survive, then you can right away get pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Like lionesses, if a new male takes over their pride, they'll usually either they can spontaneously abort any other male's babies that they're pregnant with, or they'll actually eat their babies because they know that the male is going to kill any babies that don't belong to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might as well get like the protein out of eating their babies. Mm. <laughs> Happy times! Yeah. Let's they be glad that humans have good relationships with their stepfathers. Generally, sometimes maybe. More than more than lions. I feel confident saying humans have better relationships with their stepfathers than most lions. I, I want to say yes to that, but I just got done reading an article, like, maybe oh, yesterday, no. about oh, no. a stepfather that was very Oh, no. Terrible. Well, we're going to be thinking, like, stepbrothers. Like, it was Let's a rocky... Let's not think stepbrothers. Why? Like, the movie. Oh, we can we can do that. Like one. it wasn't a great relationship, but it was like a lot better than. Have you not lions. seen the types of memes just flooding the internet as of one? Like the porn ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, stepbrother, I'm stuck in the washing machine. Ew. <laughs> um. Anyway, seven to ten thousand individuals <clears throat> left in the wild, um, and then captive populations, obviously, to to help keep a healthy population alive for hopeful. Re- reintroduction if humans get their shit together um they are the don't worry we won't they're one of africa's most vulnerable felines um and mostly it's growing human settlements in competition with that and then they also are hunted for their fur Hmm. so makes sense humans ruin everything that's that part now i've got some good guys because it's always good to have the good guys um cheetah conservation fund in namibia 
um, which I actually have a friend that just spent like a year there, I think. Um, Action for Cheetahs in Kenya, Cheetah Conservation in Botswana, Cheetah and African Wild Dog Conservation, which kind of covers all of Africa, um, and then Panthera, the Iranian Cheetah Project. Those are all the good guys. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. So you can look up more on the interweb. So that is the Cheetah. I would say cheetahs are probably my third or fourth favorite. They're pretty cool. Like, when you look into, like, all of the... Like, I just... For me, personally, like, behavior and adaptations are the things that get me, like, nerdy excited. So, learning all of the things that make... Like, anytime you've got an animal that's, like, the peak performance in one aspect, I love hearing about, like, the adaptations that make it like that. But I mean, then also, like, life story the con. This. What? You said you like the history peak of performance. peak Shut performance. Up. Uh, but one thing that's cool is that, like, in terms of zoos, like, the exhibit structure for cheetahs can be really different than for other cats. So, like, at my zoo, if you look at, like, the lion exhibit, they've got mesh that goes up way, way high. The tiger one's completely enclosed. Um, But cheetahs, the, like, viewing window in the mesh is, like, 10 feet tall. And so we get questions all the time, like, oh, my God, the cheetahs are going to escape. How have they not escaped? Um, And it's because they have put all of... It's kind of like you've got a bag of marbles. And you can put, no, you've got money. And you can choose to split your money 50-50 and, like, be good at two things. Or you can put all your money in one thing and be really, really good at the one thing. But that means that you're not really good at the other thing. So, I'll give a much easier one. Yeah, what's better? When you're creating a character in a video game and you have to put points in your attributes. So, you go full strength instead of no intellect. Exactly. So, cheetahs, because they have, sorry, I was trying. Um, because they have, I'm going to steal that though, because they have all of their eggs in the fast basket, um, and they have, I thought that was kind of good, <laughs> maybe, no, <laughs> but because they, they, they put all of their adaptations into speed and having that 25 foot distance stride, they don't have like a vertical stride at all. Like you see pictures, you can find pictures of like jaguars and lions and shit, like just chilling in trees. A cheetah's not going to do that because they just like don't have that vertical jump. Because their body is made for horizontal. The way their shoulders are structured, the way that their legs are structured, their back, they just can't jump that high. So, like, a 10-foot exhibit mesh for a cheetah exhibit, totally fine. 10-foot mm-hmm. mesh for a lion, you've got a problem. <laughs> so, it's just, like, I just, I, I, sorry, I can stop. But I get, like, nerdy excited about adaptations and trade-offs. Apparently. Anyways, we can talk about your animal now. <laughs> I think I know, I'm know, done. So, I know some I'm video done games you nerd. might be a fan of after listening to that uh, spiel, how you can... What was it? You can put your points into intellect, into different attributes. You can put them in like intellect and strength, or you can do like... So like a video other. game that I'm trying to think of like ways to explain it for other animals and stuff like that. Is like for... We'll go with cyberpunk because that's yeah. the most recent one yeah. when you create your character you can put additional points into certain attributes okay or into certain perks so yeah. that then your character is more advanced in more that skill yeah, set more strong more so speedy, like stuff you like can that. make okay. them more skillful in say hand-to-hand combat versus okay but then tinkering. they're not going to be very good at tinkering okay that's but cool you can put attributes. but you can do 50 50 too so you've got right. the animals that are good enough at both but they're not the best right yeah more of a jack of all trades master of none that's the end of that everyone always says jack of all trades but the second half is jack of all trades master of none right so you can be kind of good at a lot of stuff but you're not the expert like me so cheetahs are like 
I'm like, experts okay, at running, but it means they're not really good at anything else. Yeah. There's a place for that, though. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Goodness gracious. Yes. So let us talk about the black-footed cat. I think maybe we're not in Transylvania. I, I ended more on a pirate accent. After you did, that. yeah. Um, it changed from, like, you're being a bat to being something else. It was a pretty good, though. It was uh, all right. Pretty good one. Um, anyway, so black-footed cat. Black-footed, not to be confused by black-footed ferret. Yeah. Oh, those are cute, too. Yeah. Uh, it is Felis Nigripes. N-I-G-R-I-P-E-S. Mm-hmm. I said it that way because I wanted to avoid any, uh... Accidentally getting canceled. Exactly. Uh, so the scientific name was determined by someone that wanted to punk a bunch of people when saying the name. Okay. Uh, William John Burchell. Burchell? Burchell? Uh, in 1824. So that's when they were kind of finally classified and everything. Okay. By, and he was a British explorer. Okay. And then, in 1931, Mr. Guy C. Shortridge... Mr. Still Your Girl! Not that. Oh. This Shortridge guy, uh, he determined that it had subspecies, specifically, like, the main type, and then the one from Griqualand. Wow. Griqualand West cats, and those ones are a bit darker. Okay, but that's not readily agreed upon. Yeah. So now the validity is just thrown into question. Ugh, They're like, not the validity. might have been a dummy. Ugh. And it was called into question due to no geographical barriers mm. causing vast changes. Got it. Specifically. So it could have been like coincidence. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. A little history on our, I guess, family as a whole. Mm. Felidae began in Asia projected in around 14.45 to 8.38 million years ago. Mm-hmm. And then Felis diverged around 6.52 to 1.03 million years ago. Okay. And Who are they started, most closely related to? It started off with the jungle cat, and then these were the second to diverge. Okay. And then I don't know what the third is, um, but good thing I have Wikipedia right here. Um you the had set- all day to do your notes. This setup's really nice, though. Um, the sand cat. Okay. Felis margarita. Margarita? Chinese mountain cat. African wild cat. Okay. European wild cat. And the domestic cat. Hmm. Well, because are all the wee ones. The, oh, wee? Yeah. Little ones. Oh. I thought you said, like, Little wee. babies. Little I thought you said wee, and I was like, uh, No, I'm not throwing hands just yet. Yeah. Especially not because here's why. The deadliest feline. I know, I know. I've seen pictures, videos of them. We used to, yeah. So, to put in perspective of how just brutal these things are, they bring in, in a single night, as much prey as a leopard would in six months. It's fucking nuts. That's just a single day. Are they like domestic cats where they're like killing more than they need? No, well, they need a lot. So, um, for whatever reason, they have a lot of like very high... Um, energy consumption. Well, they're small, so they're going to blow through energy faster. And so they have to eat, what is it, a sixth of their body weight each night? Yeah, well, it's like hummingbirds can, like, take an extended nap and they die. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a Well, I think domestic cats as well, they only really hunt for play. That's the thing. That's why domestic cats are... Like, these are like, I need this food. That's why, like, you shouldn't have your domestic cats outside. 
Yeah. Because they kill just for the sport. Um, but these little badasses, they have a success rate of 60%. Yeah. Which is 10 to 14 birds or rodents a night. Yeah. And comparing that to a commonly known one of the lion, mm-hmm. lions only have a 20 to 25% success rate. Yeah. So it is unbelievable. Um, I forgot to look up the cheetah one, so I'm going to look it up while you continue talking. You Cheetahs it. are 40 to 50%. But then because okay. they lose like 25%, it ends up being the consumption of kill rate is the same as lions. Yeah. But they kill about double because... Which, yeah. hey, we're just talking pure carnage right now. Right. So... That's yeah, the, 60% is a fucking lot. And so... The way they do that, right, they got three different hunting styles. Oh, all right. right. This is cool. So, (laughs) I had to do like a quick take when I was doing these notes to make sure that this was an accurate number. Apparently, it was. So, their first style was the fast hunt. Okay. And that just involves them running full speed or so. Yeah, taking something down. Yeah. Or not necessarily full speed, but like running to a certain extent that they can freak out and take all of their uh, prey out of the vegetation. Mm. They run a whopping one to two miles per hour. Oh, they're so fiat. I mean, when you're tiny, because how big are they? They're tiny, tiny. They are tiny, tiny. So one mile an hour is like really, really fast. Their legs are going so fast. Yeah. I I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, you mean to tell me these things can't hit at five or ten? (laughs) Yeah. It's like and also, they're, it's like they have this high of a success rate with that. Punch. I know at two miles an hour. Um, and then they have the slow hunt, which is about half a mile per hour. Is like their fastest; they'll max out out on the okay. slow one, and that's just more of like they'll slowly stalk their prey. Yeah. And then the last one is the sit and wait hunt. That's my kind. So this one, what they'll do is they'll be right at the entrance of a like rodent burrow or mm-hmm. something like that, and they'll have their ears just on lockdown, like rotating and trying yeah. to hear the sound. They'll close their eyes and just lay down. So they look like blended in. Basically. And so then as soon as, as soon as they hear something, they open their eyes and just go for it. Damn. Uh, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what they do with the rodents and everything. But then also with birds, these things can jump so goddamn much. Ser- how high? So a lot of it was determined based off of this kind of bigger study in the black-footed cat community where they followed a very specific one for like a super long amount of time and just to see kind of what their existence looked like to an extent but it was just like an n of one they did some other ones but like this one is just from one of those and it was seen to have jumped nearly five feet high and 6.6 feet from like 40 inches tall Uh, or 40 inches long huh no, not even, not even close I'm to 40. I'm trying to think of, because I thought I looked them up at the beginning. So, let's see. I messed up. I didn't, I put the length. I didn't put the, the height. height. So, let me see real quick. I had trouble finding the height from my quick Google search. Like, it seems like they're relatively, like, little known about them. Its shoulder height is less than 25 centimeters or 9.8 inches. Shit. And they're jumping five feet? And their length is, for females, 13 to 15 in length. That's like if we showed up at home and Buzz just fucking, like, jumped into our head. Yeah. That's insane. And then males are 17 to 20 inches in length. Okay. And then their tails are both about six to eight inches. 
The females weigh about two to four pounds, and the males are four to six. Fucking deadliest cat in the world is It is pounds. literally the cutest animal I've I ever know. seen. Like, they, you, they look like a domestic cat. Like, they look like you could just take them home. They look straight up just like but a But, like, they're murdered. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, sh- it's, they tiny look very similar mighty. to, like, a normal, like, street cat you would see. Tiny but mighty. Yeah. Oh, on the topic of that, the Sands people. Okay. They have this old, like, story or legend that a single one of these can take down a giraffe by itself. I don't believe by that. By slashing its jugular. I don't believe that. Well, How's it's it going to get to its jugular? So it's not true, but that's, they're saying, like, it is that ferocious, it is that brave, yeah. that mighty, that courageous. Like, that it would try. Yeah, and ambitious. Got one it. of the, my favorite words was their tenacity would allow them. Tenacious D. So the, but like they're just like looked at by the sense people as these crazy monstrous things that can yeah. just destroy a giraffe if it wanted to, or the old sense people. I don't know if it's a newer thing, um, but in terms of the looks, you would think the black-footed cat would what be, black feet? yeah, it's not. Oh, it's just the cute. bottom of their feet. Oh, like the pads. Yeah, so it's not like they're wearing little socks or anything like that. That'd be cute. Um, they have a tawny coat, which is just like a lightish brown, tannish looking color with black stripes and spots. That's uh, cute. Their eyes are light green to dark yellow. And then I love Wikipedia because it brought me this wonderful statement. What? Uh, tail is confusedly spotty. What does that mean? Like you're, what? I, I just don't think there's a rhyme or reason to why it's spotty. Oh, okay. I found a quiz, by the way, for the end of this. Wonderful. Um... And then they have these, I my understanding is all of them have these three rings around their neck. Okay. With the third one sometimes being impartial, like it's not fully around their neck. Okay. And that's between a dark red and a black um, okay. color. And so as a whole, right, think of a really small serval. Yeah. That's what I That's basically thinking. what it's like. Is their tail short like a serval's? They do have short tails. Okay. It's uh, six to eight Cause, inches. Because, like, servals look like their tails got docked. Six to eight inches was pretty big. Oh, inches, inches, inches. I mean, their tails are about half their body, but as a whole, it, well, the, the other reason, too, is they're not good at climbing and stuff, and part of it is because of their tail. Because they don't have that. Yeah. Right. Um, their coloring helps with camouflage as well, which is kind of an obvious. Yeah. Um, so... Let's see. Uh, in terms of the location, mm-hmm. they're only in South Africa. Okay. Um, so, southernish, east slash southern Botswana, Namibia, southern Angola, and southern Zimbabwe are typically where they roam. Okay. Those are kind of the main spots. Yeah. Um, they're nocturnal, and they kind of just okay. roam the savanna. Which, like I said, most cats are. Yeah. It was abnormal that cheetahs aren't. Here was one thing that I thought was sick. As well, that leads to them being badasses as a whole. Hmm. One of their just common like hangout spots or like dens, if you will, is just termite mounds. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking random. They just go into termite mounds, All or right. call back to an old episode. They'll go into abandoned aardvark holes. Hey yo. Yeah. So they'll go. They into just want to be aardvarks. No. Is what I'm getting. Don't know about that. That was a good episode. I did really well. You did do really well. I definitely had, like, the best animal presented that episode. Also, apparently this is a place. I'm 
moving on from from me your performance. complimenting myself. Yeah, okay. uh, they were first discovered in northern Karoo, Where's which that? is in South Africa. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of it before. I didn't either. I thought it was. I thought you were saying northern Korea. Yeah, because I've heard that. Buzz is deciding if he's going to bark and interrupt the podcast. Buzz, will you will you lay down? I was petting him, and then I tried to hold him like a baby, and he got mad at me, and he ran away. Nah, it's the way it goes. That's just the way it is. I believe that's the third time I've sang that this episode. Probably. Uh, reproduction. Bow chicka wow wow. Let's talk about reproduction, Sex, baby. baby. So males are sexually mature nine months. Jesus. Females. Can you imagine if human babies Females were sexually seven no, months? Stop. Can you imagine? I'm not gonna imagine that because the FBI is gonna bust it. Oh yeah, that's here. true. That's true. It's probably not a go-go. Males no sexually go. mature at nine months. Female at seven months. Oestrus lasts thirty-six hours. You know what oestrus is? Hmm. <laughs> If I had a multiple choice quiz in front of me, I would. All right, I'll let me. I'm gonna Google it so I have the right definition. Oh, so you don't even know. Gestation is Wait. 63 to 68 days. Okay. And then they'll have typically. Estri- oh, estrus is the same as estrus, by the way, and it's just heat. Oh. So it's the time that they're like sexually receptive. They're... Here's the kicker, though. The ladies are only sexually receptive for five to ten hours. They're like, hey, homie, you better jump on it. Not just homie. Homies. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, females are the receptive type of five to ten hours. Uh-huh. Males will fight for female access. As it should be. Fight for me, boys. And then... <clears throat> what? They put the kitty and the cat nearly every 20 to 50 minutes. Is that your, your euphemism that's, that's for today? Euphemism. We haven't had a euphemism in the past few weeks. We haven't really talked about reproduction all that much. But the kitty and the cat. Well, because we talk about turtles, which don't Yeah, sex isn't, like, a huge thing for them. Yeah. I mean, like, they have sex, but, like... Squirrel and the turtle. Oh, good job. Thanks. But we didn't talk about reproduction with, like, the dogs at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, puts the kitty in the cat. That was pretty good. Thank you. Um, nearly every 20 to 50 minutes, so. Jesus Christ! During that 5 to 10 hour. Yeah, they're like, I got a small window, I gotta fucking make it work. Jesus. And then the babies. That sounds exhausting for both parties involved. Yeah. Um, the babies are similar to. Are they called kittens or what? The boobies. I think kittens. Based We're on not, how they look, um, my goal, my New Year's resolution, look, I would say it is. It my is. New Year's resolution is to use less anthropomorphic terms when I'm talking about animals. So okay. babies is a very anthropomorphic term. <laughs> so I'm gonna say kittens, cubs, whatever scientific terms. Until you say babies. <laughs> um, they're born blind and helpless, but they can crawl with. So what a few is that hours. called? Uh, the H A one. Artificial. That one. Good job. I was about to say atrium, which I'm like, that's not, not correct. Hard. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, shit. I was thinking like an atrium, like a greenhouse type of thing. Yeah. Not like a heart. So then they'll open their eyes in three to ten days. Solid food. I by can month. see clearly now. My eyes are open. So by month one, they're uh eating solid food. Bop bop meow meow. No, just food. Damn. And then they're weaned at two months old. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. Sucks to be them. And what's interesting is what's that interesting? 
the the mothers the mama they shift their babies a bunch like because of like predation and stuff like that oh so they like move them around yeah sounds like and, the cheetahs could do that and that would be a good thing and like yeah. they're one of the um highest like they move theirs a lot yeah, more than more, yeah more other nomadic cats. yeah um and then at least the captive ones can live up to 15 years that's pretty good yeah for something small as well cheetahs it's like 20-ish i think no. Let's see. We talked about diet. We did. What about like threatened vulnerability and stuff like that? Where are they at with that? We're not there yet. Oh, you've got a lot more. I still got more on the. I still got Robert more. Robert says on he's the, tired of this. I got more on the diet. Oh okay. So they eat the birds and the rodents. Yeah. What about the birds and the bees? We just talked about the birds. And they the put bees. the kitty and the cat. The, kitty and the cat. Uh, but then they could take down K pairs, which are bigger. Boy. They could take down K pairs, which are bigger than them. Whoa. Yeah. Cape hairs? Yes. Oh, okay. Like a like a hair from the cape. Right. But then the food that they eat the most is the gerbil mouse. It sounds good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. And they're I'll take a nice can, gerbil mouse. So in in total they can eat a, or they typically eat about fifty four different types of prey species. Damn. These little monsters. That's nice. <clears throat> Here's another interesting adaptation. But wait, there's more. There's more. Interestingly enough, um, they get most of their moisture from their prey. And really, like, they don't have to search for water. Oh, that's good. Like, if water's that's nearby, nice they'll living, drink it. Yeah. But they're able to retain moisture. That's always a good adaptation to have. Yeah. Um, oh, one note I forgot. They do mark their territory, territory via spraying urine. Pee pee and poo poo. That's a pee pee and a poo poo. Exactly. Exactly. Threat. <gasps> Level midnight. We've made yeah. that joke every single time, and I think it's still just as funny <laughs> for everybody listening. Uh, vulnerable oh, since no. two thousand two. Oh no 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 no. And that is all because of their limited distribution. Oh, because of habitat degradation and fragmentation. You bet. And then also. Humans ruin everything via bait poisoning. Oh, no. Specifically for them? Or do they get into, like, bait for other animals? I'm assuming bait for other animals because I I didn't see anything on it. But I'm assuming that they would be good for farmers and everything. That's what I would think because they're eating the small things. It's like a barn cat. Yeah. Um, But for a farm or a savannah. Yeah. Um, Steel jaw traps. Oh, is that like the bear ones? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they'll be hunted for bush meat. I don't like this part. I'm going to cry. And then bad farming practices. I'm going to cry. Humans really do ruin everything. Um, another one, traffic accidents. Oh, humans. Uh, I'm going to cry. And then domestic dogs and cats. I'm too tipsy for this taxonomy. They can take them out via hunting them or diseases. Mm. So they can get Zoomotic. Yep. And a common disease, well, I don't know if it's common, but a big one that they can get is called AA amyloidosis. That's fun. Say it again. Amyloidosis. Okay. Amyloidosis, uh, which leads to kidney failure and death. I don't like this part as much. Yeah. So. There On that uplifting note, do you have any good guys? Huh? Are there any, like, good guys to share or not really? No, I didn't. They're not, like, vulnerable enough. Whoops. I'm sure there are some. Yeah, kind of All right. 
I mean, with their success rate, they're okay. I think that I did a better job representing the cheetah species than you did representing black-footed cats. I disagree. All you have is that they're deadly. We're talking the animal animal kingdom, baby. That's all you need is deadly. Okay. Survival uh, of the fittest. Okay. Check your... What, what are they supposed to have? Sick looks, which they do. These things are literally the cutest looking They're so looking cute. Cats. Like, they look like you could just take them home. But if like they were murdering fiends, yeah. I would want one as a house cat. Well, and if it wasn't, like, a no-no to have wild animals as a house pet. You, you pick I up what I, I pick, I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Thank you. Um, okay, Maybe get it's your a phone. black-footed cat's fisses. Get your phone. I sent you a quiz for today to end the oh. episode. Oh, there's my phone. It is called, it's from BuzzFeed. We love BuzzFeed. Everyone is a combination of a big cat and a small cat. Here's yours. Subcaption, meow, but also roar. Ooh. So we'll take it at the same time and then share our results. Ready? Do you have it open? Let's see. Yep. Okay, question number one. If you were a house cat, you'd spend all day cuddling your human, asleep, chasing a ray of light around, eating, pushing things off counters, or devising a plot to rain revenge. Mine would probably be it. either asleep or cuddling. Probably asleep. I'm between asleep and pushing things off You'd the counter. You'd push shit. You'd be like a typical cat. Okay, yeah. ready? Pick a Disney villain. Maleficent, Gaston, Ursula, Scar, Oogie Boogie, or Jafar. I'm choosing Ursula. I'm going with Scar. Pick a reward for being a good kitty. Snuggles, a treat, a nap, a new toy, a new dish, or nothing. Leave me alone. A treat. Probably a treat. Maybe a new... No, a treat. Pick an animated cat. Lucifer, Garfield, Tom from Tom and Jerry, Sylvester, the Cheshire Cat, or Puss in Boots? Tom, easily. Um. Like, that was such an easy one. Yeah, I'll do Tom. Pick the sound you're most drawn to. Meowing, a vacuum cleaner starting, a food bag shaking, purring, Mm -hmm. someone scooping litter, or a knock at the door. I'm going to go with purring. I'm going with a food bag of shaking. A food bag shaking. A food bag of shaking. Ooh. Um, pick a small version of a big cat. So this is just like cubs and kittens. Ah, shit. Um, this sweet snow leopard, these little lions, this black panther, this baby black panther. Fun fact, black panthers are just melanistic leopards and jaguars. Hmm. Um, this charming cheetah cub, this tiny tiger, or this jolly jaguar? I'm going to choose the jolly jaguar. I'm going that snow leopard. Snow leopard. That thing is so cute. And finally, if you were a big cat, you'd spend all day hunting, lying in the sun, scaring off tourists, sleeping, real fighting, or play fighting. I'd sit in the sun. That sounds fucking nice. Uh, sleeping or play fighting? i play fighting for you. Yeah. All right. You want to share yours first or me share mine? Uh, I can go first. Okay, what's yours? I hate what my house cat is, or my I was gonna cat. say, it's not a, sm- like, for me, it's just a type of house cat. So I got snow leopard and Persian. Ha <laughs> ha, you hate Persians. Uh, you're kind, caring, and often referred to as the mom friend. People That's seek me. refuge in your calming nature and love to give you hugs, whether or not you I like want them you to hugs. engage. Your mere presence calms the anxiety of those around you. Everyone should have a friend like you. I mean, I, you call my anxiety. I feel like that's accurate in my relationship to you. Here's the problem. What? Nothing is calming about the Persian cat. Yeah, yeah. It's so smudged. Okay, you want to hear mine? But the snow leopard is sick. I love snow leopards. I really like mine, too. I got jaguar and Siamese. So, which Ooh. I like Siamese. That's what my Who's grandma Barbie always had. 
Oh. Um, so it says, you are loyal to a freaking fault. I pretty much agree with that. Your cool demeanor and adventurous attitude have gotten you very far in this life. I don't know that I'm adventurous. I'm trying to be adventurous. You're truly fearless. Don't know about that. And are never afraid to try out a new place or meet new people. Definitely don't know about that. In short, you're the ultimate badass. Congrats. Def agree with that. Mm. I agree with nothing except that I'm a badass in my own way. Here's the thing, though. What? Those aren't big cats. A jaguar is. No, weren't they small? Like, the, uh, the small big cats. They're smaller of the big Feeling cats. But yeah, they're still, they're still big cats. Mm. No, Felinae is small cats. I don't remember what the subfamily for big cats is. But domestic cats fall under Felinae Domestic cats well. are small. Yeah, jaguars don't. Jaguars are big cats. Now, aren't they jungle cats? No? Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I'll look up. I don't know. Snow leopards too? They're big cats. No. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Jaguar. Oh my god. Oh, I forgot it was a type of fucking car. Jaguar, Animalia, Cordata, Mammalia, Carnivora, Felidae, Pantherinae is their subfamily. So the oh. panther family. So they don't even count as big cats. No, they're still big cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pantheridae, Pantheridae is also leopards, lions, tigers, snow leopards, and clouded leopards. So uh, it's like all the big cats. Gotcha. No. So I'm better than you, basically. <clears throat> Cheetahs are better than black-footed cats is all I learned. Why? Because they can run in a straight line. Because adaptation. Or not a straight line, actually. <laughs> yeah, kind of weak ones. Nah. What do you mean nah? They put all their points in one basket. Yeah, that's a problem. No. Not for them. <clears throat> no. Cheetahs are whack. They don't have a 60% success rate and look like they could belong in a household. I mean, depending on which idiot you ask, maybe people think cheetahs belong in a household. Maybe. Emphasis on the idiots. I had a person one time, pretty much like, without giving too much details, like, was basically, I was like talking about one of the animals I care for and he was like, I could just get one and take care of it. All you have to do is feed them. I'm like, cool, I went to college to take care of these animals, like, but that's fine. You think you can just buy, like, a cage and some food and then do my job. I'm like, this is cool. I've dedicated my whole life to this. And you think you can just, like, go on Facebook Marketplace. No, Facebook Facebook Marketplace doesn't allow. I know, I've reported a lot of people trying to sell animals on Facebook. Huh. Illegal. But inciting violence on Twitter until recently was legal. But that's a story for another podcast. Goodbye and good night. Wow, we're ending already? <laughs> what do you want to end on? I don't know. I kind of want to go to bed. That was really abrupt. Sorry. Well, you don't like when I get political. Well. Well. I don't want to get too divi- divisive. Divisive? Divisive. Okay, bye. Bye. That's fine. Wait, what are we gonna? What note are we gonna end on then? If we oh, need to, fine. that just seemed very abrupt. I don't know. Well, let's. Well, what's what's some? Because it's gonna be two weeks until we speak to our many, many twelve fans again. <laughs> so, what's something that we can? Um, some wisdom we can depart on them. I'll look up an inspirational quote to end on. I'm just gonna Google inspirational quote. Okay. Okay. Inspirational quote. Your, oh, that's a bad one. 
Should I go like really cheesy or should I find like one that's actually motivational? All right, ready? Okay. To sign off for the evening and a motivational quote from Zoe. Fuck bitches get money. <laughs> sure. Bye.